0: Today on The Grid, it is, how would I edit your photo days? We had uh, people send in images that are raw and unedited, and we're going to take them from beginning to end in Lightroom or Photoshop or whatever it takes. All right, Mr. Kuna is not here. He's going to be Skyping in. He has a really tremendously bad toe fungus. No, I'm kidding. He just has a cold, but he, he thought it would be better to stay home and We said, that's a fantastic idea. So we're working on getting him Skyped in so we can hear him sniffle. And uh, we've got lots of cool prizes today. Lots of wonderful stuff. It's probably going to be a fine, fine day on the grid. And this this mirth and merriment all starts in just 23.2 seconds. Let's go. It is brought to you by Platapod, the tripod alternative that is changing the world. Everybody has a Platapod. You should too. Go to Platapod.com. Hey, it's just me. There's no Kuna yet. We're going to have to Skype him in, but welcome to the grid. I'm glad you're here because I'm all alone. It's scary. Anyway, uh, glad to have you here. It's going to be a fun day. Today is how I edit your photo day. People send in photos. We're going to take them through from start to finish, see what we can do. I'm just going to show you how I would edit them. Uh, Mr. Kuna will be hopefully joining us shortly. We have some, uh, some connection issues, but we're working on that. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got a bunch of real quick news, just get it out of the way. The uh, iPhone conference is coming up in just a couple of weeks here at the end of the month, uh, and it's going to be fantastic. Uh, we've got an all star cast of instructors. It's two days plus a pre conference day up front, and we've got lots of great classes, multiple tracks, two days, two tracks, ton of great instructors, and you get the uh, entire conference archived for a year so you can go. Back and watch any other um you know any um classes that you might have missed and oh there's some great classes there's some really good ones so we're excited for you to join go to kelby one live and you can sign up for that today and join us for all kinds of of phenomenal iphone education so that's coming up in just a couple of weeks uh this weekend on sunday i'm giving the keynote at photoclave out in california So, uh, and it's in, in, I think it's San Mateo. Could that be right? I hope so. No, San Ramon. It's I knew it was San something. It's in San Ramon and it is February 17th through 19th. On Sunday night I'm giving the keynote and I'm doing a class on Monday morning. I hope I'll see you there. Vanelli is going to be there, so you know. But also Franz Lantik is going to be there, so there's some great instructors, really really great instructors and it's, it's just going to be awesome. So I hope that you can join us there. What else we got going? Oh, my Santorini workshop. We have a couple of spots left if you want to go with myself and this dracuna to the beautiful island of Santorini, Greece. Great photography opportunities. There it is, right there. Uh, and you've seen it, you know, many, many times before. It's a very, very famous spot. It's an island on top of a hill that's just gorgeous. And there's so much to shoot and so much to do and so much to eat. Did I mention? To eat. The whole island looks like it was put there for photographers, and uh, tickets are now available. If you want to go grab one of those last spots and join me and Mr. Kakuna, uh, <laughs> it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and you would fly into Athens and you take a short flight from Athens to Santorini. It's going to be awesome. So I hope that you can join us. Go to Scott That's Scott Kelby Workshops, one word com and there's more information you can get your ticket there i hope you can come it'll be a lot of fun uh and let's see what else we got going on we got giveaways so we're today we're giving away the platypod disc that's this baby right here it's awesome that is it right there it's a round like mount for your camera you can mount it on your on your arca swiss type of uh it's, it's great for all kinds of goodies. So, that's that we're giving one of those away today. We're going to give away one V flat from the folks at V flat world, and they are awesome. We use them here in our own studios. Really, really great stuff. And, uh, yep, there they are right there. Let's go. So, uh, and they have backgrounds for like shoots and stuff too. I mean, they got a lot of stuff, but we're going to give away a V flat. Uh, it's only US shipping only, so they're not going to ship it to, uh, to Schmorgishboard can only be shipped in the United States. All right, oh, there's a discount, though. If you just want to get one of them, you can go to uh, V-Flat World and use the the discount code KELBY10 at checkout. Also, we're giving away uh, retouches, Retouch For Me, and it's the name of the company, their Portrait Volumes app. And uh, their stuff is amazing. It is a super AI-based, high-end retouching stuff. Really, really great. And uh, and I have them myself, they're they're tremendous. So they're gonna be giving that away, and they also give us a 20% discount. However, to get the discount, it's a pain in the butt. <laughs> you have to go to promo.retouch the number four. So retouch4.me, and then you have to enter the code Kelby120. So promo.retouch4.me and then Kelby 120, and it, that's a pretty good discount. All right, so we're also giving away, that's it. Are we giving away any books? No, no books today? No book? Oh, we're giving away my book. Oh, yeah, there it is. All right, we're giving away this one. How do I do that in Photoshop? This is my latest book, and it's got the masking and all that stuff in there. Um, and it is. this is for people who already know how to use Photoshop. You already know how to use it and you want to be able to grab a book and go, all right, I need to learn how to do this one thing. Ooh, boom, there it is. And I tell you exactly what that one thing is and how it works and that's what the deal is. All right, we're also giving away my other book. This one's for, I'm new to Photoshop and I really want to learn it from the ground up. It's called the Adobe Photoshop book for digital photographers. So that is, so we're giving away that today. There you go, boom, boom, boom. Now, do you notice that all of my books, have a rating of (laughs) 4.5. Like every book I've ever written has a rating of 4.5. Here's why, because most people really love it. A lot of people refuse to give a five star so they give a four star, but that's not what knocks it down. There's always one person that hates it, hates it, and they tell you why, because they're a book author too, and they tell you all the things that they would have done differently. So they rated a one star because I didn't include the thing that they would have included had they written it. It happens. It is what it is. So if you want a good four and a half star book, I'm your guy. All right. You guys ready to get to work? Uh, Let's see. We mentioned all that stuff. Oh, one more thing. The photography show in the UK is coming up next month. I'm speaking there. I'm doing four different sessions over a period of days. Uh, and, uh, it's a great show guys. I've done this show before. I, I think it's one of the best trade shows in the world. I've been to a number of shows. It is education. It's vendors. It's lots of fun stuff. And of course they're giving away like really nice stuff. Anyway, it's a tremendous show. It's a giant show and it's out in Birmingham in the UK. So not far from London, you would fly into London, take a train up to Birmingham and it's right there at the, uh, the NEC, which is their their giant convention center. Tons of great instructors, and they all speak your language, so it's awesome. Anyway, I hope to see you there. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait to get back there again. All right, now, we asked people to send in uh, unedited image. It can be either a raw photo or a or an unedited JPEG, and a lot of people did that, and a lot of people sent fully edited images. Fully edited, done, in black and white, all kinds of stuff done to them. The first line is, if you want to upload <laughs> upload one unedited raw or unedited JPEG, they still sent in edited JPEGs fully done. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Anyway, but here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to look at some of the folks that actually followed the instructions and did the right stuff. Shall we begin? Let's. Now, also, guys, let me know if, if Mr. Kuna comes online. I know they're still working on that. All right. All right. Oh, by the way, it's not hoarding if they're guitars. My wife got me that shirt. Today is one of my Valentine's Day extravaganzas. All right. Here we go. Here's our first image. Uh, I like the image, good image. There's, all the images are good today. I mean, we don't have any any bad images. This is, this is good. But what you're experiencing is exactly what happens uh, in our camera sensor. Our camera sensor looks at the image and it says, oh, well, we're going to expose for the foreground and that's going to blow out the sky. So that's what happens. Not the fault of the photographer. Uh, you can use like a neutral density graduated filter, but honestly, it's better just do it right here. All right. Uh, All right, so Eric is almost connected. Okay, that's good. That's close. All right, let's take a look. What would we do first? I usually fix the most egregious thing first. Um, But before I do anything, let me go over here and see. So this is a raw image. So I can choose a better starting place for my image. And generally, especially for landscape or travel or anything else, almost everything except for portrait, I'm switching to Adobe Landscape. Uh, The Adobe Color, which is the default kind of interpretation of your raw image is kind of plays it safe and it's just kind of adobe landscape usually looks much better now i'm going to choose it it's probably not going to do much of anything but let's take a look Huh, that's better look you can actually see some definition in the sky now look And then here's Adobe Landscape. So that's step one. Yeah, that actually actually did all right. Okay. Uh, Next is the thing that's bothering me the most is the sky, of course. So there's an easy fix. We're going to go over here and click on the masking icon here in Lightroom. And we're going to go, big surprise, select sky. All right. The red tint shows you what Lightroom selected which is the sky and then we're going to do two things we're going to lower the exposure and then lower the highlights and look at the detail so that was there right it's there we're not adding a fake sky that's the sky that was there but we're just i usually try to just balance it out with the rest of the image like i don't want to make it too dark or something crazy i want to kind of just balance it out with the rest of the image that doesn't look too bad at all Man, I think that we're done there. All right, let's click back on the regular icon and go back to our basic. Let's hit the auto button just as a starting place, and uh, well, this doesn't look terrible. It might be a little a tad dark. Let's add a little contrast because it looks a little flat, and I don't, so it, it looks pretty good up here, but back here it looks a little hazy, so let's drop down here to dehaze, which is, by the way, Dehaze is an underplayed slider in Lightroom because it's just another form of contrast, right? So you have contrast and then you have dehaze, which is, I guess, super contrast. It's a more powerful version of contrast, but I use it a lot in my just regular editing now. So let's go ahead and hit dehaze a little and see. Oh yeah, look what it did for those mountains in the back. I, are Those mountains, I guess they're not hills; they're mountains. All right, I'm going to do that, and then maybe brighten it up a little bit. All right, just brighten the whole thing up a little bit. Oh, we're starting to get there. All right, it's looking pretty good. Actually, it is looking pretty good. Um, let's let's make sure we set our whites and black blacks properly. Hold the shift key and click on the word whites. Hold the shift key and click on the word blacks. Oh, we're looking good. It looks a little brightish to me, so I'm I'm going to pull it down just a little bit because under that sky you know it doesn't shouldn't be that bright um the foreground does look a little bright so here's what i want to do i'm going to go to the masking tool i'm going to create a new mask and the one i'm going to choose is linear gradient this is the one i go to when i want to darken a, a larger area like that whole foreground looks like it could be a little darker but with the gradient it's going to go from dark to lighter dark to clear. So I'm going to hit gradient. I'm going to darken the exposure and then I'm going to drag here where I start clicking it's dark. And then it, it gra- see how it gradually goes to clear. Now I went too far, but that's the way this tool works. You just kind of guess. And then you go back and say, no, I guessed wrong. Maybe something. I'm just trying to get a balanced look for the image, right? So maybe a half a stop so here I'll turn off the. you can see the difference see how bright it was right there we go I guess is looking pretty decent let's look at our color let's see if maybe we need to add a little bit of warmth to it let's drag a little to the oh yeah a little little bit of warmth would be nice now if you drag over here and the mountains are looking good but then the sky starts to lose its blue You can always go back and go to the sky one right down here. Mask number one and just add a little blue into that. There we go. That's easy enough. So just just in case. All right. Lastly, well, actually two things. I think I might go to the uh, effects. Down here and add a little darkening around the outside edges, just a little bit, maybe to minus 11, my favorite number. All right, and look at the difference that made right here, watch. Here's before and after. See how it kind of focuses your attention towards the middle of the frame? I love that, all right. And you hardly even notice it's there, but until you turn it off. Now, here's what we're gonna do for our finishing touch. We, and by that I mean you and me, are going to um, go back to the masking tool. We're gonna say create a new mask. We are going to choose the brush, what? We're gonna choose the brush. We're going to get a medium size. Let me make the brush a little larger. I'm going to use the bracket keys on my keyboard. And I'm going to hit the exposure pretty hard, maybe two stops. And I'm going to click in various spots where I want light hits to happen. Now, I do this way too bright to start off. And then I go back and fix it later. So I'm just trying to add visual interest by adding little hits of light in different places. Now, this is way over the top. I know that but it's going to get better. I hope then we go and we dial in a better number for these. Cause that's, a, that's a lot of light. All right. Maybe somewhere in there, maybe about half a stop, but watch the difference that that makes, let me just show you watch. See, now we know it's there, right? But this is very, very popular in landscape photography to add these little light hits. Now, if I was being more careful, I would try to put them only where the highlights exist and stuff like that, but actually doesn't look too bad. All right, let's look at a, a see if we can see a, a side-by-side before and after. So there's our before image. So, I mean, we didn't add anything to it that wasn't already captured by the sensor, right? The sensor captured everything that's there. We didn't add something that wasn't well. We added little light hits, I guess you could say. We, we that that's a little uh, that's a little tricky, but anyway, outside of that, here let me make it a little bigger for you. There we go. I just hid the hid the side panels by pressing Shift and the Tab key. And by the way, to see this before and after, you press the letter Y on your keyboard. But anyway, that's a that's a pretty good start. Good good shot by the whoever did it. Um, Nice, ni- Nicely done. Do have, man, I was going to see if I had their name. This isn't like blind photo critique. So it's okay to say who did it. So this one's from. Uh, Daniel. Resigel. 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 I don't know. Anyway. Sorry if I, I messed up your name. But Daniel. This is from Daniel. Daniel you did a nice job on that shot. I like it. All right. It's got to be break time, right? Yes, it's break time. There we go. All right. We're going to take a short pause. When we come back, we're going to look at another image, and we'll take a look at uh, how did I do that? How am I going to edit that? I don't know. We're going to find out right after
1: this break right here.
0: Imagine what your life would be like if everything in your Lightroom world was organized, like you knew where your photos were, all your photos were together, everything is right where you want it, and it's easy to find everything, and Lightroom's running really fast, and everything is just awesome. Imagine what that would be like. There are people every day just like you who are living that life because they've implemented the SLIM system. The SLIM system is something I invented a number of years ago. It's used by photographers all over the world. And what it is, is my simplified Lightroom image management system, SLIM. And let me tell you, it can change everything for you. Using Lightroom can be a joy, right? And the more messed up your Lightroom life is, the better this system will make your life. And it's easy, it's really easy. I lay it all out for you in this brand new course and it takes you from the very beginning. We're gonna talk about, you're gonna be fully backed up. All your photos are gonna be in one place, maybe for the first time in your life. And you're gonna be able to find your images, get to them quickly. It's everything that you ever dreamed that Lightroom was gonna to bring to you. And I'm gonna show you exactly, step by step, how to do it all. You're gonna love it. It's gonna change everything for you. So come and check out my new course. It's the Slim System. And it's only found here exclusively at Kelby One. This segment of The Grid is brought to you by Canon blue but anyway okay hey yeah. we're back everybody uh we have eric kuna on the line hey. mr kuna is joining us now Hey-o. hey oh hey oh hey oh you're kind of uh blurry s- yeah you're a little blurry yeah is that an that in- blurred is- background effect how are you thinking. feeling you feeling all right i'm all right i'm all right you probably yeah. didn't hear my joke at the intro did you no i didn't hear anything oh, i said yeah. i said eric kuna uh, is going to be skyping in from home he he has a terribly i think infected toe or something oh yes yes no but i i did explain that you actually did what did i say you had a fungus oh i said you had a raging fungus in oh your toe. yeah well that happens but uh, <laughs> that's not the case today though all right so uh anyway thank you for joining us mr k yeah, and, I saw uh, that
2: I did see the first image. That looked really good. I mean, that's like I was saying on the break, I think that's where the typical we usually get the image on the left you started with, and we have to make the image on the right. That's yeah. usually how it goes. And you unless know unless you were out there like one magical day where you just got the magical light. Yep, and, and the magical, sky's just perfect and Which I mean does happen, but like you like it's we rare. Talk about, it's rare. It's definitely
0: rare yep all right let's take a look at our next image uh another nice image nicely done right you've got the bride and groom on the dock uh there are a couple of issues uh i don't know how well this comes across but her dress is kind of blue uh his face is very dark Uh, scott it isn't it isn't blue
2: in the sense of what we usually see blue yeah it's not a little blue it's
0: not as bad as the general uh uh blind uh (laughs) <laughs> yes. oh I love this Blake Morgan says hold on you got I gotta read you this Eric he says if we watch the grid religiously are we gritties kind of like Swifties yeah maybe hey maybe so well that,
2: that's that's for the uh, the gritties would say when they bring up that image. One, I can tell we're already going to get rid of the the phone lines behind them. Uh, and we're going to get ri- rid of that distracting thing that's just sticking out of the grass over there and we're yep. probably going to get rid of the distracting things on the poles.
0: Yep, exactly. You, that's yeah. exactly and and we're going to I think recrop it a bit, but there's another yes. thing we're going to fix I can see that that we haven't talked about. So, let's go ahead and start on this. I think uh first let's let's go ahead. Oh, I lost my uh, side things here. Let's go first and let's let me close this off let's hide the side here don't need that let's go see if we can go to landscape here it's a raw photo so that'll help open up the shadows didn't do a whole bunch here uh it did actually help with the skin tone the skin tone was not great right the skin tone look it was kind of bluish and all this actually warmed it up a little bit it actually got rid of a lot of the problem with the with the uh i'm gonna I'm gonna move to the right a little bit to warm the photo up a bit. There we go. Mm-hmm. So now their skin tone's getting a lot better. I, I'm just gonna show you a before and after. just look at that. so her so it was pretty like her skin was not not happening, and his skin was not it, it was a bluish shot. Look at the grass and everything. So so here's what I would say. And this is a, a, just a good tip for you guys, if you shoot weddings going forward. So we want people's skin to be warm, right? People's skin look looks better warmer. Uh, the more blue it is, the more dead they look, the warmer it is, you know. So, you know, it's just why people go into tanning beds, right, warm skin is, is more attractive. Now, if you do what I just did, you you run the risk of introducing yellow into the dress. So here's what you can do. Go in here to the masking tool. Notice it says detecting people down here. Click on her and then it says, well, what do you want to do, her her face or? Nope, you want clothes. And now it's just the dress. So when you hit create mask, anything you do is just gonna affect the dress. You can go down here and just lower the saturation of her dress to get it back to perfectly clean white. So I've had to do that on numerous occasions. So that's kind of a, a good one right there. Just lower the saturation. Her dress is back to white. Now let's let's do that cropping I was talking about. Let's go to the crop tool. I would just bring this down a bit. There's like it's not a it's not a good sky. So you're not going to like I'm not missing anything from that from that sky right there. Uh, uh, and and Eric's right. There's a lot of distracting stuff in the background now. I think I will probably jump over to Photoshop to get rid of that stuff. So before I do that... Oh, actually, everything I think else I need to do is in Photoshop. I mean, you could add a little of that vignetting, that little dark edge thing here. Go to the effects, and you could go to, you know, maybe a minus 11 to kind of bring in a little something. And watch. See? It it helps. Bring in a little something. Uh, I think you could maybe just bring in the overall... Oh, well, let's hit auto and see what that gives us. Well, it didn't give us much, did it? Let's just move the vibrance up just a hair. So the color's looking good. Uh, his face is too dark. So let's go and hit the masking tool, uh, select people, and there it, it recognizes him. But we just want his facial skin and maybe his hair. And we'll just hit create mask. And now we can just brighten the exposure for those a little bit. Yeah, maybe something in there. I just, it should be close to hers, but he is in the shadows. So she is on, she's nicely lit as far as like their positioning of the bride was very good. So she's nicely lit. She's got beautiful shadows. But he is on the shadow side of his face. You might even open up his, his shadows just a little. And you know what? Let's do that on her, too. Let's go back and let's hit her. Let's go to select people. Select her. Maybe not
2: hit. We're not going to hit her, Scott. Maybe no, we'll no. That's
0: I, I meant select her. And go to her hair. Let's just do her hair and hit create mask. And let's open up the shadows and see if we can bring a little little bit of detail. There we go. A little bit of detail into her hair. All right. So now we've got all that done. Now, I got to tell you, I would be tempted, honestly, to completely recrop this shot. And I'll show you at the end if I remember how I would recrop this. But... The other stuff, you could kind of hack through it and and get rid of these lines and stuff. But it's not going to be very clean. But there's other stuff I have to do. So I'm going to take it over to Photoshop. We're going to press Command-E on Mac or Control-E on Windows. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to get rid of all this junk. We're going to go get the actual Spot Healing Brush Tool. Hang on one second. My microphone just messed up. All right. Uh, and I'm going to get rid of this because the healing brush tool in Lightroom, while it's better than it used to be, is still not great. So we're mm-hmm. going to just get rid of this stuff, get rid of this stuff, get rid of that. These dots, signs, dots. I'm going to fill in some of these dots in the background in the trees. That's not helping anything. I don't know what that dot is. This thing is driving me crazy. This yeah, little nuts. sign. Yeah, yeah. So that's gotta go. Oh, look at it that it. <laughs> yeah. it even even down That's pretty good. All right, that got rid of all that. Here's the other thing that's kind of kind of bugging me. Let me pull my interface out a little bit. Is it
2: actually right under that sign too where you just took it off, Scott? Yeah. There's a white thing on the like. Yes, the pole. there is.
0: Yes, there is. Not anymore. Okay. Here's what's driving me nuts. This. It 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 just looks kind of funky, like, you know, like she has like a big uh uh a big area there that I don't. Yeah, I, yeah,
2: that's a good word. That yeah, good I
0: don't think that's a uh, that is actually the case. I think it's the, just the, how the dress poofed. You know how how dress do that. Yeah, I'm going go to I'm gonna go to I'm going to go to liquify and I'm going to use the very first tool, which is called the forward warp tool. It allows you to move your subject around like they're made of molasses. And I'm going to go in here, and I'm just going to click right on the poof, and I'm just going to tuck it in a bit. Now. I don't want to move the dock a whole lot. I might have to make my brush a little smaller. And I'm moving just left to right so it stretches the wood in the right direction. But I think if you just fix that, let me fix this little spot too. Oh, I don't don't want to bend the dock. Yeah. All right. That's better. Yeah, and I'm going to show you before and after. So look. See, I was just kind of sticking out there and drawing your eye for no yep. reason. Now, Unfor-
2: the, Unfortunate poofage.
0: Yeah. Now there's a little bit of something there. Yeah. Uh, and there is a tool to bring that back. It is. the I hardly ever use it. I think it's the second one down. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I went too far. Hold on. Just get that. Magoom. All right. That's close enough. Okay. Let's see what else we could do. All right. Now, I would probably the rest. Of what I would do, everything else is looking pretty good. But what I would about the uh,
2: extreme, the
0: cropping.
2: Well, oh, you well, were talking yeah. about cropping.
0: Okay. Well, I would do this. I would. I would honestly. Let me bring it in just a hair so I can flip it by pressing the letter X. I would probably do something like this something in there i think that's a a, you still get the doc you still get everything you're not losing anything but the train of the dress or the very end of the dress i think she's got a beautiful face nice looking couple i think you would want to focus on them but that's you know that's all right but i think there's some another thing that i would do to kind of finish this off and that would be i would go back to the camera raw filter i might go and actually no Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cheat for the last part, okay? But I'm going to show you what I would probably do. Let's go filter, and I would go to on one effects 2023. And there's a couple things that I would do to this. Number one is I'd go over here to the filters on the side. Let's get rid of these filters that are there. All right, and I would, would, that's what I would go add, a glow, it's right there. I would add a glow. So, and I would choose, the ones I usually choose, oh, our Angel Glow or Black Soft. One of these two, Black Soft looks nice here. I would just add a soft glow to the whole image, right there, and you can see here's before and after. Let me zoom in a little so you can see better. Oh, you know what, now that I've zoomed in, I'm not sure I like that, uh, that, uh, what I chose. Let me go with, uh angel glow. oh that's better angel glow there's before yeah that's nice look at that yeah yeah that's a nice glow I think I would add that now there's another filter that I like when people are outside and it's called sunshine I've got sunshine all right and look at this it adds a, a kick of like sunshine it's a little bit too much but there's an amount slider you can kind of dial in you don't want to blow out or dress right So something in there, and I might even, just depends, go add filter, and let's just see what a sun flare would do to kind of brighten things up. That's a nice sun flare. Uh, There's a a bunch of them, though, you can choose. I just kind of stroll through them and see, you know, which one looks good. You know, today's brides really like this look. It's very popular. It's not a classic look, but it's very popular. So maybe something in there i don't know that last one it's becoming a classic look yeah it is becoming a (laughs) the wedding look but but uh, anyway just it it looks a little dreamy and stuff so maybe it's just a bit much just pull it back a little hit done and i think something around that line now sometimes since i'm in photoshop i will duplicate the layer and i'll check a blend mode or two to see there's soft light there's overlay those are too much but if you went to soft light and lowered it, maybe right in there, that's kind of nice. Just a little bit of the Softlight. Softlight adds contrast. Ooh, right there. All right, I think I think we're done. Now, let's go back to the original photo and let's reset it. So we see the original, oh, that is the original. Okay, and we'll hit open. So there's where we started. And then look how blue it looks now. Yeah. Right? Look at it now. Here, you can actually look at them side by side. You can go uh, arrange and you could do two up vertical. Ah, they're the before and after. Well, it's okay. Yeah. Before. And see, the dress was kind of bluish and then after. And it's just a warmer and it's cleaner. We got rid of all the bad stuff. But again, I, I really do think here, let's just go back to. Um, uh consolidates tabs uh i i think i would really do the 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 the, the other crop i know yeah, it's a wide crop. yeah i know it's yeah. going to cut off part of her dress but i think that that's going to be a shot they're going to like a lot more something like that yeah that's nice they look dreamy and happy and in love so oh, yeah anyway that's that's just a couple of ideas there now you might say i don't want to add the sun flare that that's fine but just i'm showing you some options that you might choose there
2: well you're just you're showing you what are you showing everybody what you would do
0: yeah but uh, i i i i'm not 100 sure that i would choose those uh but let's 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 roll on here's another image mm-hmm. now eric why do you think this image looks brown it's probably the ND
2: filter. It's the,
0: <laughs> yep. So it, you know, Eric and I, you'll hear us talking about ND filters and like I use Breakthrough photographies ND. Uh, I've used the and And one of our big things, why we like them so much is it doesn't change the color of the image. Yep. What you're seeing there is a very pleasing, <laughs> it's a nice tint, but it does tint your photos. Now, when I look at a photo like this, the first thing I think is this would make a great black and white. That's just my first thought, though. I like this brown. It's it's but that brown is that I mean, that's. Yeah, that's
2: definitely coming from the ND filter.
0: Yeah, it's coming from the ND filter. So that is just a tint that is added by using a filter. I'm not going to name the brand, but there's a brand that that is very popular you know, all that stuff.
2: All right. Well, you can definitely tell if you look at the white balance settings, just look at the white balance settings and where you're at. It, yeah. It wouldn't be, that's the tint for me. Hey, Nicole
0: of- was asking a question. Uh, is there any worry that a photo won't fit into a standard frame when changing the crop ratio on a wedding photo? Uh, well, so Nicole, uh, first, if, if you're going to put it in a wedding photo, I mean, in a, in a standard frame, I don't think you're going to print edge to edge. That's for consumers, right? You're going to leave a white border around it. So it looks like it was done by a, you know, professional photographer. So you'll be able to put it in the frame with a white border around it. I'm um, uh, basically a mat without any problem. But Nicole, if you were one of our VIP members, my masterclass this week had a whole thing about fitting images into frames and all this stuff. It's, it comes out uh, today. Uh And it's all, I have a whole thing on those printing things that aren't in my regular printing class. And that was one of them. And I go into three different strategies when you have to fit because it's crazy, Nicole, but today you go to target or Walmart and you buy a frame and the frame 16 by 20, the openings 14 by 11. Those are, those are old traditional film sizes. None of our cameras fit that size. You're going to have to cut off four inches to make it fit in that frame from your digital camera to what you buy at Michael's or wherever. It's very frustrating. You occasionally can find, occasionally, a frame and a mat that is cut to digital sizes. But the framing industry, for reasons I can't even begin to understand and decide, no one's really used a film camera in 25 years, but... Let's continue to use those sizes. I I don't get it.
2: There's a legacy infrastructure there for some reason.
0: Uh, Amy says, do I need to keep 2023 if I have 2024? Crap, Amy, I don't have 2024. (laughs) No, you don't have to keep old versions you're not going to use anymore. But I didn't know that On1 Effects, I know that On1 Photo Raw is out for 2024. God, I they, I they might have they might have already, but yeah. Yeah, I got to go yeah. and go and update, I guess. Okay, yeah, but that's
2: probably what it is. Just haven't
0: updated. All right, so back to our photo here. So uh, first thing, what's bothering me the most? Oh well, first let's change it to Adobe Landscape. Oh, that's better. All right, look at the trees here. When I switched from the standard Adobe Color, everything oh, looks yeah. better. Everything looks better with Adobe Landscape. Okay. Then um, I especially would especially if it's a landscape. Oh yeah, especially <laughs> if it's a landscape. I would go straight to um, select sky, and let's just lower the exposure. See if there's any detail. That, oh, apparently there is. All right. Oh, that's getting better. Yeah, let's lower the. Uh, I also lower the highlights a bit. And there, yeah. The only
2: problem there is the sky's not getting
0: picked up right there in the middle yeah. of the trees. Well, yeah, we can we can fix that. We can fix that. That's easy. Uh, all right, so that's that's a pretty good start. Uh, just oh, yeah. just right there, and then we could go back and just look at our starting place. Hit auto, see what we get there. Oh, oh, hold on, undo that. No, that's okay. Uh, I was just thinking that it just applied that to the sky, but it's just overly affecting the sky. All right. That's not bad. Add some contrast in here. I think really the secret here is is to make a black and white. Let's add some uh, texture and make it nice and crisp. Now, you can either just do black and white, just do a straight ahead black and white, or you could go and... Go in here and choose one of the black and white conversions. Oh, look at that. It's a black and white, Eric.
2: Yeah, that's great.
0: Now, I might. I think I would. Let me just choose this this one, black and white 03. And let's crank up the black and whiteness. All right, and click close. I think I would go and get the masking tool and do that gradient, that linear gradient again. Mm -hmm. uh, On the right side. So... Just kind of get everything on the same page. That's a little too dark. Kind uniform. Yeah, just yeah. yeah. And I think I can pull it a little further too. Right? Because with the gradient, it's the it's solid dark here. Then it gets lighter and lighter and lighter, and then it's completely transparent here. I think I might have gone a little too far. Somewhere in there ish. Doesn't look bad. Now, let's I can also do this. You could go over here to the presets now there's a set of presets that you might want to do instead let me go undo that let me undo all of that undo 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 there we go that looks pretty good in color but go here to winter there's a set of presets called winter and let's see what we get oh look at that's nice just run run your cursor over it that's not bad that's not bad I'm wondering if I shouldn't go to black and white first. Like, just change your whole, like, the whole color profile? Yeah, just go black and white and then go to these and see if there's something in there that I like. Well, it's just going to override it anyway. Yeah. All right, I don't like, I don't like winter. (laughs) Let's try autumn. Autumn. Well,
2: there's definitely some potential here. Yeah, that's there is. Sure.
0: There is. I'm not sure which one of these I like best. Oh, that's not bad. Now that one's not bad. That one's kind of warm. Now I would go add that that linear gradient in. Let's go to linear gradient. I like these colors that are kind of in here. It's it's an artificial color. The water was not brown. Nothing was brown. You're you're making basically a duotone here, right? I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. That's really what's happening. And you can see where we started to where we ended here. I, I But I got to be honest with you. I'm not sure I'm loving my... Uh, I, I like the sky, right? That's better. But uh, I'm not sure I'm loving the whole... Um, what's the word I'm looking for, Eric? The whole toning. But, I mean, it's it's yeah. an unusual tone. It's not I, a tone that exists in I when you went just nature. black
2: and white with it. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I think.
0: Love- yeah. I agree. All right, I'm um, that's that's what it is. It's not a it's not a color that's in nature. You don't see brown water and all that weird stuff. So, let's just go back and, and make it black and white and then we'll be happy with that. Let me go find a decent black and white. Let me just see what we got here. Now, it's going to put this on top of these are profiles, so it's going to put it on top of what I already did. That's that's not terrible. Now, yeah. So now this side's a little too dark, I think, over here. This is a little too bright down here, but that's easy enough to fix. Like, what you could do here is get the Create Mask, do the Object Selection Tool, select... Oh, I want the uh, rectangular marquee version. Select that. Oh, come on, it didn't select the... Oh, that's poo. Poo.
2: This is sometimes when the brush comes in handy. Where I know,
0: but this over. usually works so well. Eric. It usually does. I got to try it again. It just usually works brilliantly well. And I don't, I, let's just, let me try again. Oh, that's better. Yeah, yeah that's, Man, better. that's better. Just darken that down a little bit. So, well, now you got that line in there. So now, yeah, now, you, gotta get now a, you have to get, a get a the brush, brush anyway. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> brush. Boo. Boo. Uh-huh all right so i gotta fix all that all right i'm not gonna spend a lot of time on that you get the idea uh i don't know about this thing sticking out on the left i'm inclined to get rid of that yeah i mean that's
2: the hard part with not seeing both shores of the shoreline you know like
0: both sides of the river so pronounced and lastly i'm gonna have to open up these shadows a bit it's getting too dark and then we got to fix that glow in the sky. Mm-hmm. Take it over to Photoshop. Here's what you would do. Get the rubber stamp tool. Switch your blend mode to darken, I believe. Yeah. Make your brush really large. And then you're going to click over here. And then when you go in here, it's only going to affect those lighter areas. Yeah that's a great
2: trick to remove that glow
0: yeah i think i left it at 100 percent. i think we'll lower it to 50 go in here and get rid of some of that stuff i'm doing a hack job there but yeah it's
2: you're hitting the top of the frame yeah i saw that yeah
0: it's causing that line but you get the idea guys right Okay. If you take your time, it'll work. Yeah, if you take your time. So that's it's it's a great shot to begin with, but I it's not my I, not my finest editing moment. Uh, it is time for a break, which is perfect to do when you just had a an edit kind of go down the tubes. <laughs> so let's take a short break, and we'll be. And by the way, notice Dobson is not on the jib today. Look how smooth that is. That that kind of smoothness can only be delivered by one. That's why they call him Magic Wand. Look at that. It's beautiful. Tear. Hello, my name is Dave DeBearMaker and I'm a toy photographer from North Carolina. And I'm excited to share with you my new class on exercise and creativity. Creativity is a flow that leads us from the initial idea all the way to the final image. So we're going to cover exercises on how to be more proficient at how to use your camera and how to get those ideas anyways, as well as narrowing those ideas down and focusing them to get the best shots that you possibly can. When you're finished this course, you'll be armed with techniques to flex your own creativity and make the most out of your own creative efforts. So please check out my class only here on Kelby One. segment of the grid is brought to you by platypod the world's most compact tripod base hey everybody we are back uh got some shout outs here uh joanne uh says oh wait is that kb kb says happy whoops kb says happy valentine's day everyone hello from almost a pool day in florida uh joanne says hi from Kissimmee." starting to get there leasel hi leasel she was just on our, our guest last week on the show. She says, hello from Venice, Florida. Trevor and Darlene uh, say hi from Nova Scotia. Uh, Lou's here from Blauvelt, New York. I've never heard of Blauvelt, where I'm visiting my 97-year-old dad. How about that? He's yeah. a World War II veteran who was a weatherman in the Philippines. I'm usually watching from Munns Park, Arizona. That is cool and a high five to your dad 90 can you imagine eric 97 years old the things that he has seen and the changes that he's saying wow good for him uh john's here from Hexham in the uk uh clifton is here he says hi team and legends craig is here Uh, craig says hello from ashburn virginia where we have partly sunny skies happy valentine's day Two Dog Fox says hi from Whitefish, Montana. Mary Ann's here from Fort Myers. Clifton's here from sunny South Africa. Welcome, Clifton. Thomas is giving us our greetings from Dusseldorf, Germany. I've been to Dusseldorf, quite a nice place. Uh, Very, very nice. Wish I could get back there. All right, we are back. Okay, let's take a look at our image on screen. Uh, Good image and great, great moment. Great moment, good image. So, Uh, First thing is easy is go down here to uh, transform and just hit the letter A for auto and let it do an automatic uh, correction, lens correction. So watch the difference here. Look at the difference. You weren't seeing the floor. Leaning over, leaning over, straight up. Right. So that's that's pretty good. Uh, There could be a little lens distortion up here. Let me go to the distortion slider here. Nah, it's not enough to to mess with. Okay. Uh, Next, let's just go and clean up the shot a little bit. Let's just go to auto and just brighten it up. And I would probably go to the mask, go to select subject and uh, select her. But you can see it also selected other stuff over here. Let's try this. Let's undo that. Let's try, Eric. Come on. Let's give another shout out to the object select tool. Yeah, I bet it'll do it. Well, yeah, well, not a great one. Okay. Well, it's easy enough to fix. Click the subtract, hit the brush and just say, it's not supposed to be this. It's not supposed to be that other stuff. And then you can hit add the brush (laughs) and go get that arm. Go get her arm. Not that arm. Get her arm. And her ear, and uh, we don't really need the ball all
2: right you might right. be able to, you might be able to object select the ball too just, I don't just, really
0: need the ball it's just her yeah, so let's go to exposure and just bring her up a little bit now here's what I think is going to make this shot we're going to go down to the lens blur mm-hmm. early access we're going to turn it on, and we're going to increase. Well, you got to give it a second. It's analyzing the image. Look how it made the background out of focus. Now, unfortunately, that's okay. Unfortunately, no, this is easy fix. Easy, easy fix. You're going to go down to, um, there is a brush. Where's the brush? Oh, the brush is here. I want focus. I want the, uh, the brush. Where the heck is the brush tip? Oh, it's so small. There, uh, I want to bring back her arm and her hand and the ball. Easy peasy. And this other arm is... And uh, the knee, uh, knee area. It's pronounced "knee." There we go.
2: And you're going to have to add, you're going to have to do the opposite on the bottom of that crowd. On the bottom. It picked up some of the crowd. As okay, then they
0: click over here on blur. Yeah. And some of the crowd, yeah, they, they got to be blurry.
2: Yeah, it's just, it, it weirded out there at the end. That's like weird. That's, yeah, I've never seen it do that.
0: Yeah, that's just weird. But, it, you know, it's AI. Sometimes it, you have to redo it to get it where you want it. But this this is doing okay. Yeah, but that'll work. All right, now I think I might inc- increase the blur amount a bit too. Look at that. So let me show you before and after of just this. It just gives it that look, right?
2: Yeah, you just shot it with an f one point oh.
0: Yeah, you went you went to like an f f
2: yeah like a one point two. Yeah, I mean you went because the you got to think that's a that's a twenty four millimeter shot so really hard you'd have to be like yeah like scott said like 1 1.2 to get that kind of blur
0: i i don't like this thing up here
2: mm-hmm
0: so now if you're doing sports reportage you're not gonna do any of this stuff that we just did uh you might could brighten her up but you're you're not doing any of this blurring or anything but i think what i would do if it were just for my portfolio or for your own personal use or for a gift for her or her parents uh, i would get rid of that blob up at the top let's jump over to photoshop real quick let's first try content aware fill, just because it's fastest And sometimes it's brilliant. Unfortunately, it just lost the letter. But you get the idea what what a difference it is getting rid of that. I would love to get rid of this whole thing. Now, this is gutsy. Uh, Hold on.
2: Yeah, because we're going to need a place to put the net. (laughs) You know? And the net won't have an anchor anymore.
0: Well, no, the anchor could have been off the side. Hey, look, work with me here. All right, I'm working with you. We're going to use the net. Fill
2: off to the side. The net's
0: just going off to the side. Hey, it. it, You don't know what suspension. You don't know what this thing's going to do. No, it could. It it could have been forward of this thing. He could have shot it forward. You don't know where the edge of the. Okay, that that's bad though. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look at this. One of those new nets. That that net is held up by uh, fishing wire. Yeah, it's it's a
2: new process.
0: It's very technical.
2: Look at they're at a ball.
0: There's like it's like oh, there's a, another ball. It's All a right. volleyball battle. Okay, we went too far. Anyway, I think you leave it right. That you got a winner. Okay. All right. Back to our our stuff. Yes. Oh, no, I really like this shot. This is lovely. And I see some things that we could do to it that would, would be nice. Uh, first off, I think is, is a little cropping would be in order here. Let's bring this bottom up. You could leave a little on the top there, but I think this could come up to about. Yay. All right. So that brings a little more interest. Um, let's just go ahead and hit the old uh, auto and see what we have. But with an image like this, Eric, may I call you Eric? Yes. I think lowering the contrast is going to give it more of a painterly look. Right. Lower the contrast and then lower the exposure amount a little bit. Yeah. Something maybe in there-ish. Now, the background looks bluish, right? So you could take the this you know, yeah. tool and kind of get rid of some of that blue or just go towards yellow. You shouldn't have blue back there in the, in, the, in that. Okay. So this isn't bad, but I think what we could do is let's go try some of those presets. Let's try uh, Spring because Spring has... Oh, these look pretty good. Look at that. That's the very first one. I'm just hovering my cursor over them. That's kind of nice. I like that first one so far. This one? Yeah, the first one's nice. Uh that pinkish is kinda nice. That's a little maybe too much. That's kind of nice. It's just whatever whatever you look yeah. you like. Uh there's autumn. Well, let's go to summer. And these are ones that come with Lightroom. So these are built ins. I think I'm with Eric. That very first one looked pretty good. Yeah. All right, just for the sake of time, let's go with the very first one, SP01. Now, you might go and darken the edges a little bit, as I tend to like to do. Let's go here. Yes,
2: maybe, uh, I would say maybe a negative 11 would be in order.
0: Oh, huh, let's try that, Eric. I normally don't like to do that, but. Oh, that's so interesting. That other one put a plus nine on yeah, there. Yeah, it did. So let's bring back a little bit there. And I'm going to jump over to Photoshop. Let me tell you why. What's driving me crazy in this photo is that wrinkle, that fold right there. And that would be an easy one for Content-Aware Fill to get rid of. Let's select this whole fold here and go uh, to Content-Aware Fill. What the heck's going on here? Fill. Fill. Content aware. What? Did my selection go away? Okay, about to say. Phil, content aware. Voila. There's a couple other little things that need to go here. Let's do content yeah, aware. That was, the, that was the bad one. That was the most egregious. And, and this one over here is not helping anybody. Uh, I don't know if that that doesn't... That looks like a fold. I'm okay with that. This one doesn't look very good, though. Let's get rid of that. Okay. That's getting...
2: What about on the counter next to the sheet music? Yeah. I don't Uh, know... Or on the other side. I'm actually looking at that green leaf that's there.
0: It's gone. I'm using this spot healing brush to get rid of those. And that. All right. That's not looking bad. Now... I would add a glow now you can duplicate the layer. If you just want to do it here in Photoshop, go to the Gaussian blur, drop in like a 50 pixel blur and then drop it to 15 or 20%. And that gives it kind of look at the blur here. Watch, let me blow it up. So there's with it, it gives you the soft glow effect that we got earlier. I think that's kind of a a little bit of a softening. Oh, that's 24. That's too much. Let's go like maybe 18 or something in there. Just, you know, it's salt to taste. But I think that looks pretty nice, actually. It's got that dreamy look. Yeah, it has a nice dreamy look. And it's got a uh, a very painterly look to it. And uh, the only thing that I'd like to see, and I don't know if this is going to work, so hang on a second, this may just go totally in the trash, is go to the mask, go to the linear gradient, and I'm going to darken from this other side, crud. I want to make the light look more directional. So it's lit from this side, right? But the background seems to be the same brightness. That's why, see how I mean the brightness doesn't change? Yeah. So maybe I could just pull the highlights back a little bit there too. But overall, it's a very nice photo and that's just a simple retouch. We didn't do a bunch to it, but we'll we'll go back and look at the original. So let's open up the original and let's set this back to its defaults. Oh, that is its default. So there's where we started and There's where we ended up. So it was a pretty good picture from the, from the start, but I think it's very nicely done and very painterly. Oh yeah. All right. I like it. Thomas says, is there a tip for someone with red green visual impairment for image processing or should you only take black and white? Uh, So Thomas, I I don't know what that tip would be a buddy of mine who has written many, many books on photography has red green visual impairment, and I don't know how he gets around it. Like sometimes he'll something will be a little too red or a little too green, he doesn't realize it. But uh, I don't I don't know what his tip is. But maybe he's watching. He does tune into the grid sometimes, and maybe if he's watching, he'll pop us and and let us know. But I'm sorry, Thomas. I don't have a better answer for you than I don't know. So it's a it's a crappy right. answer. And you know what? Just like when you have a bad edit you just want to go to break when you don't have the answer you we just, just want to break. just go to break so we will be right back after a very smooth and professional jib move courtesy of Magic Wand. you know
1: Hello, I'm Kelly Jones for Kelly One. I'm a certified underwater photography instructor. We're here on location in San Pedro, Belize with Chuck and Robbie's dive shop. Yesterday, they took us to Mermaid's Lair, a beautiful dive site. We got some great photographs, got some great sharks as soon as we got in the water. We got some horse side jacks that I love, all kinds of different animals to see. Have you ever wanted to be an underwater photographer? Have you ever wanted to get in the water and capture all that beautiful marine life? and lives under the sea that most people never see, here's your chance to learn how to do it. So we're gonna get you in the water. We're gonna show you some compositional techniques. We're gonna show you lights, when to use lights, when not to use lights. We're gonna teach you what cameras to use, some underwater photography rules to break. We're gonna have a great time. You will be an underwater photographer when you finish this class. And what's the whole objective of being an underwater photographer? To impress your friends, of course. I worked hard putting this class together for you. Let's go do it. So come join me for my latest class on Kelby1.com. I am a portrait and wedding photographer based in Valencia, Spain. I do mainly commercial and editorial photography, and I retouch up to 100 photos a month.
2: We shoot almost every day for all kinds of clients, such as commercial, beauty, and fashion. And we retouch touch our work more often like every other day.
1: I used to spend over one hour for one photo. If we want professional results, we must remove skin blemishes, do micro dodge and burn, highlight eyes, whiten teeth, and even reduce wrinkles in clothes. And this
2: can easily take me up to two hours of work for each photo.
1: So when I saw that there's a plugin for Photoshop that helps you retouch quicker, I was eager to get my hands on it.
2: I had many feedbacks about it, and I found a lot of positive reviews,
1: which made me to consider
2: buying my first plugin.
1: One of the challenges we have at the end of a session or wedding is to achieve an addition in our photograph that looked natural. This is where Retouch for me has become a game changer. I love the feature that you can pick how much effect it has on your photo and you can adjust it accordingly to your style.
2: I saved a lot of time and always end up having amazing results with my work.
1: I am extremely happy with the quality. Now, I am more efficient and have more time to spare with my family.
0: This segment of The Grid is brought to you by b Photo, the professional source since 1973. Hey, we're in back. We just got a couple more quick ones to wrap up, and then we're going to give away some prizes. Take a look on screen. We've got this shot, another nice shot. Uh, I'm just going to start off by doing the old landscape. Or let's see what the difference is. Nope. colors look yeah, richer, a little bit. Hit auto, and maybe maybe a little brighter, and lower the the highlights so we don't blow out that sky. Let's go down to lens corrections, though. Something's not right here. Let's is our profile turned on? It is. Let's go to transform and hit auto. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that's better. The
2: world's leaning. <laughs> the What's world the is
0: leaning, so what we could do is you could do something with the sky you could either just select sky and darken it a little oh it selected more than the sky didn't it oh boy yeah well it's it's actually doing it's the really reflection reflection yeah. yeah it's doing that's okay uh but I think honestly better than that would be let's 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 delete that mask I think better than that would be gradient let's just go linear gradient darken it drop it up here and add a little blue into it using the white balance I think that would be better just not that dark so that uh, I think is just a little more interesting maybe uh, color wise let's go a little bit bluer overall and then add in a little bit of magenta just to make the color more a little more, more interesting but I think we're pretty close there uh, it is it is a very dawn shot. You're not going to see much of that mountain unless you really go work on it. And I guess you could. It's probably, uh, I don't know if the object select tool is going to work here. Let's see if it's going to select just that mountain.
1: Ah, Yeah,
0: it did a good job. See if there's anything to see in the shadows. No, there's not much to see there. And you'd also have to do the uh, reflection. Its reflection as well. There's some grass down here in the left corner. I don't know if you need to fix that. But, I mean, that's a, a one-minute retouch. And look what the blue did for it. You know, going towards that cooler color, I think, made, made, a, made a lot of a difference on this one. And Yeah,
2: uh, and I think that's what's so hard, Scott, about when we talk about white balance and all that. Because there's a white balance, and then there is a toning of that yeah creative
0: white balance
2: yeah that's what you're using that creatively yeah
0: there's accurate white balance and then there is creative i think that looks better i added a little more little dehaze to it now if you want to make the water shiny go to clarity and that'll make the water shine there you go that's not bad here let's yeah look a little bigger That's not bad all right one last one and then we're gonna have to get going this is a tough one you got a couple of owls there.
2: Hanging uh, in the shadows.
0: Hanging in the shadows. But first, I think we could crop a lot of this mess away. There's look at that stick up there. You don't need that. I mean, what is this shadow about? I mean, this photo about. It's about them. Now there's unfortunately porcupine tree behind them there. All right. Let's go and let's see what select subject does select subject boof okay undo yeah okay object select yeah, I could, you could try object oh let's go that's how i'm used to it working let's open up the shadows and a little bit of exposure that's better You don't want to overdo it, right? You want to see them, and I'll leave this stuff as like a silhouette back here, because it's not helping. Let's try this, Eric. I don't know if this is going to work. Select sky. And what I would do here is let's lower the exposure a little bit and just put a little bit of blue. Yeah. Because if you put too much blue, it's going to look weird. Just a tint
2: of blue. Well, that's just going to add some life to it.
0: Yeah, and maybe I'm going to go back to the The owls maybe make them a little brighter now. And maybe add a little contrast. Their eye sockets are really dark, you know. You could just go and say mask. Uh, I chose a brush, right? Make it a little brighter. Get a small brush and just go inside of there. Right? There we go. And it's not a killer retouch, but it is—it's better than where we started, which was there. So you, at least you can see him, and the sky's a little bluer. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think that's the best you're gonna do given the lighting of the scenario. Yeah, it's a, it's a
0: tough—it's a tough lighting scenario, but at least you got something. They look a little bright to me now. <laughs> now yeah. the two owls are popping out a little bit too much. So yeah, you. Well, but I want to take that back 20%. Well, well, that's good because I have the mask of the owls yep. right here. I can yep. just go. That's a little bit too much. Maybe take There it. we go. There there we. Are. Yeah, you want it to look kind of natural. That looks better. And just that little bit of blue. If you overdo it, it's going to look funky and if you do sky replacement, then it's, you know, who knows what'll happen there. But uh anyway, there there you go. All right. Um Hey, Lou just said, uh, thanks to uh, Eric and Scott. I just gave my dad your high five, and he thought that was very nice. And thank you. You guys <laughs> have heart. Oh, thanks. Awesome. That's, that's that's so cool. It's cool that you're there with your dad. Uh, gosh, my mm-hmm. dad's been gone for 20, about 20 years. So, man, you're very, very fortunate to have your dad there. Um, all right.
2: Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. Buddy
0: says, how do you decide where to start your edits? Buddy, usually i i i do the profile first if i shot in raw i which i do i'm going to switch the the profile to landscape and then i work on the thing that annoys me the most <laughs> whatever the yeah. most distracting yeah. thing is that's what I and today it's been a lot of skies that were very bright so generally it's whatever the most egregious thing is in the photo that's what I do next because the order isn't really that important. It's just, I like to sharpen last. Well, and that, but that,
2: I think that's a key with, with editing, especially using Lightroom. You know, that's the great thing. Cause I do the same thing you do, Scott. I, I'm looking at a photo and I'm like, is there something here? I see something, but I'm like, Ooh, but I got to take this distracting thing out or I've got to move I this around it. And, and can I, can I get that to where I want? So then I can take it over to Photoshop but what's great about Lightroom is it's non-destructive you can work on any order you want and you're not gonna screw it up I mean yeah we'd like to sharpen at the end because that's what we do at the end but yep. I mean all all the things you're seeing Scott do there in that develop module or even the camera raw you know uh, module I mean you that's, the same. You could do it in any order you want yep
0: all so.
2: right but, so yeah definitely doing it like um, it is, it is kind of a, a top-down approach, you know, for a lot of people. But. All right.
0: People, we've come to the end of the show. But you're probably thinking, Scott, who won the prizes? I have no idea. Let's see.
1: I there somebody n- did. I don't see anything coming up.
0: Uh, here we go. Hold on. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Congratulations to Patty Foster, who won the Platypod disc. Patty, it's better than you think it is. is. You're Once you have a round one, you're like, why aren't they all around? Okay. Uh, let's see. KB won the V-flats. So we'll be shipping you those. You're going to love those. Amy F. has won the Retouch for Me. James Gordon, Gordon Patterson won the uh, On One. I guess, I guess we were giving away On One effects. No, what are we giving away? On one, no noise. No noise, okay. David Frederick won the Photoshop book for digital photographers and Hal Barwick won How Do I Do That in Photoshop? And there's today's winners. Now, how do you get your prize? You have to uh, email us at gridprize, Kelby1, and uh, you know we'll verify that you are actually the person that won. And uh, do this by this Friday. So we can get it right out to you. Because if you wait a few weeks, then we have to do research to figure out what you want. It's already a pain in the butt. Let's not make it a bigger pain in the butt. So let us know exactly. by this Friday if you'd be so kind. All right. Uh, any any news or anything else, Eric? Uh, I think we I caught everybody up at the beginning of the show. Yeah, I think you got everybody, uh, everybody up at the beginning. Uh, we got the workshop coming up. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep, and I'll see some of you on Sunday out there in California. So I'm looking forward to that because I leave very, very early. I leave and, uh, at like iPhone, 5.45. iPhone conference. iPhone conference. We up. talked about that. Yeah. That's coming up. So uh, anyway, thank you guys for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to Christina and crew for uh, for manning all the stuff. It's a lot of stuff that they do. I'm not really sure what it is. And, of course, a special thank you to Juan. It's good to have Juan back where he belongs. Juan spent many years at... Uh, Jib school up in Vermont, learning it uh, from the master of the jib, which is Bobby Jibman Johnson. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Eric. All right, thanks. We'll see I'll you guys see you later. next week with our special, special. I can't even tell you who it is. It's too special. Oh, we got a good guest for you next week, though. Wow, look at that. That's taking a jib to heights it's never been. That's yeah, jib. You're get into the soundproofing now. Dude, that's Jib Hall of Fame stuff right there. That's what that is. Take care, everybody.